Lekut Hashich is chelik tazayin pkudei beis lili nishmas Reb Yosef ben Yamin ben Reb Menasha Kaltman. A fascinating discussion about the Mishkon and the Beis Hamikdash that they have uh, an aspect, each one an element of nitzchius of eternity. They are forever. Uh, as we go through the sicha, seif after seif, we're going to build layer upon layer to understand the Nitzchiyus, the eternity of the Mishkan, of the Beis HaMikdash, and ultimately of the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi. And we begin on the first Pasuk of the Parsha, Eilab Kudei HaMishkan, Mishkan HaEidos. Pasuk says, these are the numbers, the uh, Meshach gives an accounting of the Mishkan, Mishkan HaEidos, the Mishkan of testimony, referring to the fact that the Luchais was kept in it, and we see that the Pasuk says Mishkan, Mishkan two times. The fact that it says Mishkan twice is Meramis Afin Mikdash and Ismashkin Mishnei Chorbanon. This is a remez, a hint to the Beis Amikdash that was destroyed twice and was turned into a Mashkin, a collateral. The Abishar took it back from us like a Mashkin, like a collateral. From Bayis Vishnu, from Bayis Sheni, from the first and second Beis Amikdash. Is in them that move on with Mepharshim fragments, and the Mepharshim ask a very simple question. Nor ainer from the Tzimal Mishkan Mishkan is meyuter. Only one of the times Mishkan is extra. For the main Mishkan, Davtach Shtein Legufei. One time Mishkan has to be written in the Pasik for the context of the Pasik. Hind Vikem and Darshanin as Mishkan Mishkan Shnepa Amim, then the Ramis of Tzvei Chorbanin from Beide Mikdash. So, how do you use two times Mishkan to make a remez, an allusion to. <coughs> Two Bate Mikdashas or two destructions if we really only have one word Mishkan to work with. The other Mishkan is necessary for its own context. Is the fun gufe gedrungen? So from this we must derive. As the Limunda Nalfa Mishkan Mishkan is nit adrash me yutur dikro. There are remes belash and rashi in them kefil fun Mishkan shenis mashkin. So therefore we must say that there's there's pshat, there's remes, there's drush. And there's sod. Those are the four basic uh, layers, levels of understanding Torah. If you say it's a drash, then you would need to have the words in the Pasik from which to darshan, from which to expound it. But if it's a remez, if it's a remez, it doesn't need its own uh, uh, word in the Pasik to create a remez. The very word that's being used for another layer, for pshat, for example, can also be used for remez. You don't need the extra word. So the, the remez is not so much from the two times mishkan, the remez is from the word mishkan, which is similar to the word mashkan. So since it says two times mishkan in the Pasik, even though they're not extra, but nevertheless, we could still use learn a remez from the word mishkan mishkan. And what changes now is that both the pshat and the remez are are both learned from the same words. Thus says, as masim the pirush apostles from a mishkan mishkan read their pasuk vegin dem mishkan vegin dem mishkan. If you follow the simple understanding of the pasuk, it's talking about the mishkan mishkan haedus. Now, thereby is the lashon mishkan meramis of the meaning from mashkin mishkan mishkan shnei pa amavayst of the mashkin from semikdashus. But at the same time, the fact that it says it twice and it uses the word mishkan could be also be used simultaneously as a remez, as a hint to the two bati mikdashus that were turned into a mashkin into a collateral. And this last pa- half a paragraph is very relevant because. We're, what we're going to see later in the Sicha is that there is a connection between Mishkan and Mikdash because they are both learned, one in Pshat and one in Remez, from the same Pasik, this Pasik, Eilab Kudya Mishkan. Before we get to that, in Sif Beis, we're going to introduce the Sfarno, Sfarno who is, who is um, going to give a different Pshat. In, in other words, not, not talking about Mishkan, Mishkan. Another more general understanding of this Pasuk. As far as Mazbir, as the Pasuk, Eilab Kudya Mishkan Vegemar, Bring Tareis Tam Geidel HaMailu from the Chelki Yuklaya Mishkan. This Pasuk, as it lists Mishkan Eidos, Asher Pukat Alpim Maisha, etc., etc., is describing to us the unique qualities, the great quality of the parts 
and the vessels of the Mishkan, because of these mailas, because of these qualities, they were never destroyed. Chazal teach, you might have thought that the, base of the Mishkan was destroyed. So the Pasik says, the, 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 the Kroshim were, were made of Shittim wood, Oymidim standing. Which literally it's telling us that they stood upright. But the Chazal learned from this, that they stand forever, they are eternal. In addition to that, no part of the Mishkan fell into the hands of the enemies. So the Pasik lists the details of these qualities. That because of these qualities, uh, the Mishkan was worthy to be eternal and to not fall into enemy hands. Mishkan ha'edos, asher pukit al pimoisha, avedas alavim biyadi samar, ubesal alvegoimer. These are different things. The fact that it was a Mishkan that had the Oren in it, the fact that it was led and commanded by Moshe, the fact that the Levim were involved um, with his Samar, the fact that Bitsalil led the project was to leave the Alamaila Shar Sushina of Maisidaim, because of all these qualities, the Shina rested upon the work of their hands and gave it a sense of eternity, and none of it fell into the hands of the enemies. But the first base of Migdash, where it did not have all of these Milas. For example, it wasn't Dasha Pukid Alpi Moshe, it wasn't Bitsalil. Even though it did have the Shechina, but some parts were destroyed and other parts fell into the hands of the enemies. Even more so by the second Mishnah. Didn't have any of these Tnoim. For example, even Mishkan Eidus, which means that it held the Oren, did not exist in the second Mishnah. The Shechina did not dwell there and it fell in the in the in the parts of the Mishkan that were built of the Besamikdash that were built, and it ultimately fell into the hands of the enemies. The Yesh Leimar, and you could say to add to this as the Makir of Dem Alkapanim is a Klalos the source of the Sefano to to the to the general idea that the Mish that the Mishkan is eternal is from the Maimar Chazal and Gemara. Could be found as in, in the Gemara as they showed to Saint A and Bamasid Mesha that the work of Moshe's hands was not affected, was not <coughs> impacted by the enemies. Underfar, and therefore the Gemara says over there is Mishanivna Migdash tradition when the first piece of Migdash was built, Nignas Ayal Mayid, Kirashav, Krasov, Brichav, Amudava, Donov, the Ayal Mayid and its panels and its hooks and its bars and its uh, pillars and its sockets all were nignas, they were all hidden in the ground and were not, did not fall into enemy hands. And based on this, the Sefarno uh, <coughs> bases his Pirush as Asher Pukad al Pimoisha is a time after Nitzchis Bechulu from the Chalke Kvea Mishkan. So the fact that it says in the Pasuk, our Pasuk, Asher Pukad al Pimoisha, that Moshe led the project, and Maisi de Moshe and Nitzchim, the work of Moshe's hands are eternal, and therefore everything that Moshe did is forever. <clears throat> so that's the Sefarno. In Siv Gimel, he's going to say that since the Sefarno is learning from this Pasuk, that the Mishkan is eternal, and we said in Sif Aleph that besides for the Pshat of the Pasuk, there's also a Remes in that same Pasuk to the other Bati Mikdashais. So it must mean that the Nitzchios that the, that the Mishkan has also exists at least Beremes in the, in the Beis Amikdash. And we're going to discuss that. Oddi Maile, Sif Gimel, Oddi Maile in Mishkan the Gavadi Mikdashis is Mitzadam Pshat Amikra. This Maila in the Mishkan over the Bati Mikdashis, this follows the Pshat. As it is on a more basic and more revealed open level, that the Mishkan, because it is the hand, the, the work of the hands of Moshe Rabbeinu, therefore it has its eternal. Not so with the Bati Mikdashis, they were not Ashapukad al Moshe. And therefore, they fell into the, they were destroyed. Uh, that, but that's pshat. 
Aber mit Zadem Remens, was ist in Posik? Das heißt, wie der Ringen ist Bipnimius, dann in Echtemik, das ist nicht Schiem. But if you follow the, the Remes, which means if you look at it on a deeper level, then also the Mikdashes are Nitzchim. They're in the same Posik. They are the Remes of the Pshat. Und der Miti, wenn wir einfach das Miyag Dela, was der Pshat, once we reach that conclusion, that the Bati Mikdashes also have a sense of Nitzchius, this will answer a big question. Was the Posik is Meramez, I think Churban based on Mikdash, but in Vart Mishkan, this Mashkin. That the Remes to the Bati Mikdashes is from the word Mishkan, which is from the word mashkin a collateral. The reason for a mashkin is not as a from as a from mashkin to chayfets very far lorin from zayn balabayis as a gate a riber and gans in the mishus from malva. A collateral doesn't mean that it is totally taken entirely away from the owner and given to the lender. Nor er gefinds sich by mylet side vaylik und shav sober der zelber chayfets mashkin umgekehrt zum leiva. The idea of a collateral is that the is that the lender holds onto it temporarily, but ultimately the the borrower repays his loan and he gets his mashkin back. So in the case of the Bati Mikdashais, they were destroyed, we never got it back. So how can you call it a mashkin? But according to what we're saying over here, that the Bati Mikdashais have a sense of Nitzchias, as a Yech has been a Gehad Mikdashas. The fact that they were destroyed does not mean that their existence is entirely uh, stopped, seized. Nor does this blaze in an eifel from a mashkin. It's only in a manner of a mashkin. That ultimately the base amigdash will be returned to the yidden, and therefore they have a sense of nitzchios. They have a sense of eternity. So the Bote Mikdashais, at least on a deeper level, have a sense of Nitzchias to them, which is why they could be referred to as a Mashkin. So now in the following Seifim, we're going to elaborate a little bit on the generally the concept of Nitzchias, and where do we see Nitzchias in the Beisamik, in the Mishkan, where do we see Nitzchias in the, in the, in the Bote Mikdashais. Dalit. The Mailas and Nitzchius and Al, what is the Mishkan the Gabbai the Mikdashes, is Nor Benegia the Chelki of Klea Mishkan. This advantage of eternity that you find in the Mishkan, that is applicable to the parts of the Mishkan. Over Benegia the Mikdashes and Makim, the Ashras Ashkin of Makam Mishkan of Mikdash, but if you talk about the holiness of the place where the Mishkan was situated, and the, or the same thing with regards to the base of Mikdash, Kefindman the Mailas and Nitzchius Davke in Mikdash. Then you find the, 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 the greatness of eternity more in the base Amigdash than in the Mishkan. As the Ramam says, that the, the Torah describes to us the Mishkan that Moshe made, but it was temporary. Once the Mikdash was built in Yerushalayim, all other places became prohibited. To build there a home for Hashem, Ula Hakriv ben Carbon, or to bring a carbon over there. The ancient bias, the Dere Adaris, Eli Birishlaim, Belad of Hara Maria of Achulu, and the only home that re that remains for the Avishter for the generations to come is in Yerushalayim on Hara Maria. Umbring the roof of the Pasuk, Zeus Menachasi Adayad, and the Ramam concludes with the Pasuk, This is my place of tranquility, Adayad, forever and ever. As the Kedusha in Makkah Mishkan, so from this we understand that the holiness in the place where the Mishkan was situated is Nargivan Lefisha, was only temporary. Ubalash Nakas of Eyem is Halik as the Pasuk says, I was traveling in a tent. A tent represents a temporary setting. But a home for the Shechina to dwell in it for the, permanently for the generations to come is nor a mikdash in Yerushalayim is only the base of mikdash. Now that I'm saying, and the same thing we see in the negative, that all other places became Asr. You could not have Asherah Shechina anywhere else. And there's more to this. By being in Mikdash Rishon, not only was it a place, permanent place, that the Shechina could rest there. Nor the Asherah Shechina is down the pile given, down the pile given in the Nefer Nitzchi. 
but rather the, the Ashras Ashkina became eternal from that moment. It became consistent forever from that moment. That the holiness of the Bismigdash and the holiness of Yerushalayim from the first Kedusha, it became holy until the Asid until the Mashiach comes. Because the whole Kedusha is coming from the Shechina, and the Shechina never stops. So therefore, the base of the Yerushalayim, the Mokim, the Harameria, the Harabayis, the place that was chosen by the Abishter for the Beis Hamikdash, that place has a holiness that is Nitzchi. So while the Mishkan has a Nitzchius with regards to its parts, the Beis Hamikdash has a Nitzchius with regards to its place. <laughs> That you might think that this is this could fit this fits the pasuk. The pasuk is talking about the nitzchius of the mishkan with regards to the halakim and the kingdom, and it's talking about the nitzchius in ben alpiremes. It's talking about the nitzchius of the beis hamikdash in the the makim. But he's going to say right now that it's not like that, because the nitzchius of the beis hamikdash that's referred to in this pasuk has to be similar to the nitzchius of the mishkan. And uh, and the, the two nitzchiyusin that we spoke about till now are two totally different things. And there's actually a greater advantage, a greater level, a higher level to the nitzchiyus of the mikdash with regards to mokim than of the mishkan. So there must be something else, another element of nitzchiyus in the mish in the beis hamikdash that is more similar to the to the nitzchiyus of the mishkan. That which we said earlier, that on a deeper level, also the Mikdashes in Yerushalayim were Nitzchim, were eternal. It's not just because the fact that the holiness of Yerushalayim and the Bishamikdash in Yerushalayim it doesn't stop. Because over here we're trying to describe the great the advantage of the Mishkan and say that the Mikdash has it on a deeper level with regards to Kedushas Hamakim, the Mikdash is even greater. But therefore, we must say that as Eich in the Mikdashes is dark upon my ain from the Minyan and Nitzchis was the Chalkeglei Mishkan. Therefore, we must say that all that if we're seeing them both in the same pasuk as one level and a deeper level of the pasuk Eila Mishkan Eila Pkudei Mishkan, it must be that the Bati Mikdashes have a sense of Nitzchis also in the regard with regards to the to it, the parts similar to the Mishkan whose parts were eternal. Clarify us to verstehen, and we'll understand this a little bit better as we continue to explore the concept of nitzchios of the Mishkan and of the Mikdash. In other words, we're not going to get to the answer of this question. In other words, where do you see the nitzchios in the Mikdash with regards to Chelki Oklea Mikdash until a little bit later in the Sicha? But in the meantime, we're going to, um, you know, unpack and expand a little bit to understand more about the idea of the Nitzchiyus of the Mishkan and the Mikdash. Claire does to verstehen. from so first we're going to introduce You have not yet arrived to the Menucha, to tranquility or to your Inheritance. This is a pasuk. We, 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 we learned a lot of these ideas were actually discussed in the sicha of Parshas that we learned a few weeks ago. This is uh, the context of that pas of this pasuk is Parshas Shida A, where it's talking about the prohibition to build bamos, the prohibition to bring karbanis anywhere else besides for Yerushalayim from when the Beis Hamikdash was built in Yerushalayim. He says, "You have not yet arrived to the menucha and to the nachla." So Rashi brings from the Gemara, menucha uh, zu shiloi. Nachla is Yerushalayim. Menucha is a reference to Shiloi, and Nachla is a reference to Yerushalayim. In Pashtus, so on a very basic level, is there time for Vastafki Yerushalayim? But don't go for Nachla and Shiloi below is Menucha. Why does Yerushalayim get the term Nachla and Shiloi get the term Menucha? Well, when Nachla Vastafki is maybe Menucha because Nachla is more permanent than Menucha. Menucha means peace. Tranquility. A person could be calm for five minutes, and then the menucha goes away. A person could be calm for a, it could be in a calm situation for a few weeks, for a, for a few years, and then the, that menucha could be taken away. Menucha doesn't mean something that's permanent. But rather, nachala, uh, nachala is an inheritance. Nachala is something that that you receive and it's yours. 
So therefore, the fire of Yerushalayim was his ancient bayit. The day the day is elu Yerushalayim. I'm going to finachla, and therefore Yerushalayim, which is more permanent than Shiloi, gets the gets the is 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 referenced in the word nachla. That would be the simple way of looking at it. But that's not masvik, but that's not a sufficient explanation. But um, late ain day is menucha zu Yerushalayim. Nachla zu Shiloi. There's another day that turns it around. It says that menucha is Yerushalayim, and nachla is Shiloi. Afal pibas lekuli almod Yerushalayim is a chayachar amayla v'Shiloi. Even though everyone agrees that 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 Yerushalayim is higher, Yerushalayim is more permanent. Shiloi was temporary. And Yerushalayim is permanent. So Yerushalayim is for sure higher than Shiloi. Nevertheless, according to one day, Yerushalayim is referred to in the word Menucha. So there must be something about Menucha that is, that is greater than Nachala. Till now, in the previous paragraph, Menucha is temporary and Nachala is permanent. But there has to be something to Menucha that ha- that's greater than Nachala. Which is why there's even a, 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 a day, an opinion, that Menucha is Yerushalayim. Muzman Zagin, therefore we must say, As Eich in Menucha is da'amayla of Nachala, the Menucha has an advantage over Nachala. Just haste in other words, As Menucha or Nachala is an etzvei bezum de resu gemailis, v'yes bezum ha'shem bezum. Menucha and Nachala are not one level and then a higher level. Menucha and Nachala are actually two different two different descriptions, and each one has an advantage over the other. Is the beer in them? And this is the explanation. Vigizokt, as we said before, and he's going to give a very an excellent synopsis of a lot of what we said until now in this paragraph. Is the The greatness of the Mishkan is that its parts are eternal. Over there, Mishkan But the Mishkan as a place for the dwelling of the Shekhinah was only temporary. It was an oil, it was a, it was a tent, which is a temporary dwelling. Now, Kagan by Mikdash, conversely, when it comes to the base of Mikdash, is Lehepech, is just the opposite. In Makim by Mikdash, is Dark, Lushan, Nitzchazen, Abetela. The place where the base of Mikdash was, there is an eternal holiness. It's the Shekhinah in Abetela, the Shekhinah never stops. Oh, but the rest of my being in the Chalkov, but the actual building and the parts, Nifs to do were destroyed. When Zainarang fell on Bidayavim and fell into the hands of the enemies. These two milas, that one has a nitzchius in the parts, and the other has a nitzchius in the place, are, are hinted to, are alluded to, in the two descriptions, menucha nachala. What is the difference between menucha and nachala? Menucha is metayar de matzif and nefesh adam. Menucha describes the state of the person's uh, 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 feelings. And it's not in the matzah and tilt to and welcome the makam. He's not in a state of being uh, moved from place to place. When in them gate echarain the matzah from the klei adam was very metal called samimitim, which includes the person's things, the person's belongings. We mezen bechush, like we see clearly, as the klei adam virkin after das adam that the person's things, the person's belongings have an effect. On his mind, on his state of mind. And more important to him than his dwelling place. You know, in the order he brings, in the second part of the order, 25 star, he brings an example from clothing versus shelter. That a person, in, in the order of necessity, you have, you have, you have food, is the, is the most necessary clothing is is a little bit less than, and, and shelter is even a little less than that. In other words, for a person, his clothing is more important to him than shelter, than his home. Because clothing is is, is is closer to the person. So you see from, it's, it's an example of where you see that kleha'ad on the person's things, the person's belongings, are more important to him than his, than his home. So menucha so, represents the person's state and the state of his belongings. Nachala is more a, a, a reference to the actual uh, uh, object. The karka is the actual real estate. The meat is moving, so they, now it's understood. The mishkan shile, which in part consisted of the mishkan which Moshe made. Although, like the Ramam says, that even though the mishkan shile was made of stone, the walls were made of stone, but the roof, the top of the mishkan was the yiris. The coverings that were in the mishkan shasam Moshe is malasim menucha. So therefore, to describe Mishkan Shiloi, we say Menucha. The Nitzchiyas in Im is given in the Chelke Klea Mishkan. Zachen was very metatl, mitten mentioned. The eternity of the Mishkan Shiloi is made up of its parts, the things that go along with the person. So therefore, when the Mishkan settled in a sense of permanence in Shiloi, Vertus Angadu from Menucha versus Metair, Kinal, the Matzah from Nefesh Adam. 
So therefore we call the Mishkan Shilei Minucha because it describes the state of mind of the person. The person is in a state of Minucha. Mashenkin the Mikdash was Malasi is not in the Chelki Klei Mikdash, not in Mokim Mikdash, but the Misa Mikdash, which its greatness is not in its parts, but in its place. Verdunger of Basim was an Achla is therefore referred to as Nachla, but Seichet the Tchunas Mokim Canal, which Nachla refers more to the place, to the land where the uh, inheritance is. So we what we've done in Sifhei is we've expanded. A little bit we've spoken about earlier about the Milo of the Mishkan and the Milo of the Migdash. So now we see it in the Pasik that the Milo of Mishkan is alluded to in the word Menucha, which is more about the Gavra, the person and, and his belongings. And the word and the Mikdash is referred to in Nachala, which is more about the Khafza, the Karka, the land. The Azbar and the Chiluk Manatus Mikdash or Mikdash, Mishkan Mikdash, and Zivav, we're going to uh, elaborate a little bit more to understand these differences. And what we're going to introduce is the idea that Nitzchius, eternity, comes from Hashem. So wherever the humans were involved, it does not have Nitzchius. Wherever Hashem is involved, uh, obviously Hashem is involved in everything, but whatever Hashem chooses or does, that is where the Nitzchius comes from. Cannot be accomplished through human beings, through finite creatures. can only be in the work of the hands of Hashem. Therefore, the parts of the Migdash are not eternal. As the Zerah says, they are they they were built by human beings. The fact that the place of the Beis Hamikdash is eternal or has an eternal holiness is as nitan inyavas b'neodam to enufes wasn't accomplished by people. Nor does is their mokim asher yivchad asher malakech haboi l'shakit shvesham. It's the place that the Abister chose to rest his name there. Uvelosh naramam kedusha samikdash chulu ubipnei hashchina. Hashchina in the betel. The kedusha comes from the shchina. The shchina is there forever. So the nitzchius comes from the Abister. Does haste and here he says something very interesting. To just to uh, 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 support this point, neither binyan amikdash at ufkiton the nitzchis asharos ashchinei mikdash. It's not that the building of the base amikdash accomplished, created the eternity of the shchina. Thus is no, it's not like that. Thus is blaze given a achona as the makom is alzain mukshut azashra. When I use alzain beif and goli, the building of the base amikdash, what it accomplished was to prepare the place. So that the Abister could dwell in Shekhinah there in a revealed way. The actual dwelling of Hashem came because Hashem chose to be there. And therefore it's eternal. By Mishkan Aber, Yisvakert. But the Mishkan was just the opposite. The Mishkan, the, the Shekhinah's dwelling in the place of the Mishkan was not there because Hashem chose a specific place to dwell in Shekhinah there. No, the Asiyah Samishkin is given the Siba of them. What caused the Asherah Sashchina in the Mishkan? The actual st- uh, structure of the Mishkan. As the Pasik says, make for me a Mikdash and I'll dwell within it. In other words, when you put it, whenever or wherever you build it, that's where the Shechina goes. And if the cause stops, the Mishkan, the built Mishkan is dismantled. The effect of the cause stops, which is the which is the Shechina. In other words, by the Beis Hamikdash, he said in the previous paragraph, the 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 the, the wasn't the wasn't caused by the building. It was caused by the Abish's choice. The building was just uh, uh, preparing the place for the Shechina. By the Mishkan. It wasn't like that. Fakert. The, the Shechina went wherever the Mishkan was built. The, Mish, the building of the Mishkan created or accomplished the Shrasa Shechina. And, and therefore, the Mokim, the Mokim is not eternal. It's not by the choice of Hashem. But the parts of the Mishkan, they were the handiwork of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe is the faithful servant of Hashem. 
was die ganze Messias von einem Eved ist die Messias zu Adon. The existence of the Eved is an extension of the existence of the Adon. In especially if you explain, if you understand that that which Chachamim tell us that whatever the Eved acquires is acquired to the master, is owned by the master. At this moment, not as the Eved is kind of for zich, and through him, there is nothing to rabbi. There is only the chachila is kind of rabbi. Not to say that the Eved can acquire something for himself, and then once he owns it, it's taken into the owner, is it moved into the ownership of the master. But it's the, rather the meaning of this of this statement is that as 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 soon as the as the Eved acquires it, he acquired it for his master. He doesn't own anything. He is not an he, he's not an entity. The master is the entire entity here. And since the handy, the words, the work of the hands of Hashem are eternal, therefore, Moshe, since he's the Eved Hashem, he's an extension of Hashem. His the work of his hands are also eternal, and therefore, the Chelki of Klei Mishkan, the parts of the Mishkan that were made by Moshe Rabbeinu, or are considered are are become eternal because they have this spiritual. Eternity, the spiritual component to them. Before we go to 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 Sif Ches and go back to the word Menucha, because so far we have um, not yet gone to understand the the the, the, the uh, we've not yet gone to understand um, what is the Nitzchius in the Chelke Yokelia Mikdash. We didn't touch that yet. And we also didn't explain why there's a daya that would say Menucha is Yerushalayim. In other words, we did explain that Menucha and Nachala are two different milas. But for now, Yerushalayim, it, 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 we understand why it's Nachala because the Kedusha is, is on the Mokim, not on the, on the person or on the Kalim. So we still have a couple things to, 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 to get back to. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to, and Siv Zion, we're going to carry through this idea of that the Maise of an, the, the handiwork of the Eved of Hashem contains a Nitzchius to it, and we're going to say that we see something similar in the Beis Amikdash. This also will explain to us why the dwelling of the Shechina in the Beis Amikdash came in the merit of David. It's a very famous Gemara that says that when they finally were ready to, to, to dedicate the Beis Amikdash, they came with the Oren to bring it into the Beis Amikdash and the doors could not be opened. And uh, try as they might, they could not open the door. So Shleim HaMelech dove into the Eibishter, and he asked the Eibishter to not turn away the face of your anointed one. Remember the kindness of David, your servant. Then the doors opened up, and they were able to bring the Aaron in, and the Shechina was able to dwell in the Beis HaMikdash. So we see that David's name had to be invoked in order to bring about the Hashra'as HaShechina in the Beis HaMikdash. But now, we, now it makes sense. Because since that was the moment that the Shechina was entering, even though we said that the Shechina was there by choice, but we also said that the Beis Amikdash was uh, what prepared the space for the Shechina to arrive. So now that they built the Beis Amikdash, the Shechina wanted what was arriving, and once it was going to arrive, it was going to be a Nitzchi, an eternal thing. So therefore, any involvement of the human beings had to also be uh, connected with someone who was like Moshe, that his, an Eved Hashem, that his, uh, the work of his hands have eternity to them. And therefore it had to be in the schus of David. Now, it's true that he didn't build the Mikdash, and that'll be referenced later on in the Sicha, and the, the, the parts of the Mikdash were not eternal, but there was an element of eternity. The fact that the Shechina was arriving in this place, 
and therefore that part of it, if there was going to be any humans involved in this project, they needed to have, it needed to be connected to David, who was the Eved Hashem, a servant of Hashem. Now, David Avdecha, he emphasizes to Hashem that David is your Hashem servant. And therefore, the work of his hands are eternal. And the, and the enemies did not uh, uh, impact his, the work of his hands as explained in the Gemara. What the Gemara over there says, it says that, um, because I'm just mentioning it because on the one hand you say the Mikdash was destroyed and then you say that the enemies did not affect it. So over there it says, Tavu, the water brings the Pasuk, Tavu Ba'aret Sha'arel, that the gates of the, of the either of the Beis HaMikdash or, 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 or some, or, or in the Ha'ara earlier in the Sikh, he brings that it's referring to Sha'arit Tzioin, the gates of Yerushalayim, they were sunken into the ground and... And the enemies didn't 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 do anything to it. They, 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 even though they took the they, they destroyed the base of Mikdash, but they did not destroy the doors of the base of Mikdash, which is a proof that David's uh, 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 the work of David's hands was not uh, uh, was forever. So the way I understand this is that. The, there, there is an element of the Beis Hamikdash that was not destroyed, that was Nitzchi because David was involved. Although, like he's going to say later in the Sicha, overall the Beis Hamikdash was not built by David; it was built by Shleima Hamelach. And in this in this category, Shleima Hamelach is not on the level of David with regards to Eved Hashem, and therefore the the actual building or the rest of the building was ultimately destroyed. But even though, but even still, there is certain parts that were that are eternal and that the, the, the enemies would not have, did not have any uh, uh, shlita, any, any, any impact on it, and, there, and that's because David was Eved Hashem. Now let's go back to this word, Menucha. In other words, we said that Menucha is Shiloi, the Mishkan. We also said that according to one opinion, Menucha is Yerushalayim. We explained that Menucha means... The eternity of Menucha uh, uh, refers to the tranquility of the person and of his belongings. Now that we explained this idea of Menucha, we could find the fact, we could explain the fact that we find the word Menucha with regards to Yerushalayim. Besides the fact that we said before that there's, an, there's a day and there's an opinion that Menucha Yerushalayim and Nachal we also find the Pasik. Since we since we explained before, since the, the main Opinion is the Menucha, the Nachla is Yerushalayim. And we explained before the connection between Nachla and Yerushalayim. The Nachla is about the Karka and Yerushalayim. The, the Mokim Amikdash well, has a Kedusha Nitzchiz. The Pasik should have used the word Nachalasi. This is my Nachla forever. How does the word Menucha fit into Yerushalayim? And the answer is, because on the third base on Mikdash, which is also in Yerushalayim, could be a reference to the base on Mikdash Ashlishi, which has, has both Mailis, Sai Nachalon, Sai Menucha. Sai Nitzchis is not in Mokim on Mikdash. We in Mikdash Rishon Vesheni, nor Eich them being in Atzma in a Menucha canal, but Abba Nakim Nitzchi. By the third base on Mikdash, not only is the place of the Beis Amikdash holy, like in, like in the first and second Beis Amikdash, where the Mokim Amikdash was holy, but in the third Beis Amikdash, the building itself, the parts of the building themselves, are also eternal. We bow to the Abishter at Lame this Buyim because that was that it's going to be built by the Abishter. Who praise the name of Mikdash Adnai Kenan Yodecha. The estate in Zayar as the Mikdash Lishi will get built when Ayado the Kutsubricho. The third base Amikdash will be built by Hashem under Riber Yehi Kayama Ladari Dari, and therefore it's going to exist forever. So the Beis Hamikdash Ashlishi has both milus. Side the Mok Hamikdash is eternal, and side the parts of the Mishka of the Beis Hamikdash are eternal because the the built Hamikdash will be built by the Abishter. And therefore, since we said before that Menucha me is is about the parts, so you could say Menucha about Yerushalayim with regards to the third Beis Hamikdash. And already at this point, even though there's going to be another discussion in Siftes, we can understand that that which the Pasik 
We said in the beginning of the Sicha that there has to be a Nitzchius in the Mikdash with regards to the Chelke Klea Mishkan. It's a reference to the Mikdash Shlishi. That in the base of Mikdash Shlishi, there was, there's a Nitzchius in the Chelke Klea Mishkan. And that's why it is Merumaz in the same postic as the Mishkan. So this answered our uh, two questions. Where do you see Nitzchius in the Chelke Klea Mishkan? And what's the connection of Menucha and Yerushalayim? This was answered in Sivches. But... We're going to answer it again, another answer in Siftes, because we have a question. We find in the Rambam, for example, that Menucha is referred to Yerushalayim in the time of the first base of Mikdash. According to this answer that we just gave in Sivches, Menucha is a reference to Yerushalayim only in the time of the third base of Mikdash. What about in the first two Batim Mikdashes where we also find the term Menucha? We find that is referring also to the first base of Mikdash and Ochmer, the Rambam, bring the Pasuk The Rambam uses this Pasuk as a reason for the Deen, for the Halacha, that once the Mikdash was built in Yerushalayim in the time of the first base of Mikdash, then all the other places become Aser to build the base of Mikdash. There. So how could you already refer to Yerushalayim in the time of the first base of Mikdash as Menucha? If, Menuch, if, if we just explained that Menucha is because of the third base of Mikdash. Is there beer in them? Here's a new explanation. A fascinating comparison between two things that seem unrelated and become, become connected to give a whole new understanding of the Nitzchius of the Mesamikdash. The Gemara in Erevin says, with regards to the encampments, to the stops, that the Yidin made, just to give a, a drop of context, the, the Gemara over there is discussing about Tchumen. The Gemara says, you know, we know that a, a Tchum starts from the edge of the city. So from the edge of the city, you can go 2,000 Amas. So the Gemara says, is discussing there, that if, if it's a tent, or even a, a group of tents, then it's not, it's not considered a city. And your 2,000 Amis are from the door of your tent. Because since it's a, it's a temporary dwelling, it's not considered a city. And therefore the Tchum doesn't start at the edge of the, of the, of the tent camp. It starts at the door of, the, of your personal tent. So the Gemara asks a question. We know that when the Eden were in the Midbar, they went... They had, they, they had to go to the bathroom. They had to go Michutz Lamachana. And we know they didn't go in the front of the Machana because the Aran might go there and it wouldn't be the Kavadik for the Aran to go over with the, the, the Aran in the Mikdash uh, uh, where the person just went to the bathroom. Nor could you go on the sides of the camp of Machna Yisrael because what happens if the Aran, if the, if the, if the, if the, if the Mikdash turns, if the, if, the, if the camp turns to go this way or this way. So the only way to go to the, the only place to go to the bathroom Michutz Lamachana was after, behind the machana, which means on Shabbos, if someone had to go to the bathroom, they would walk from their tent and go michutz la machana, where the yidden were, and which was certainly more than two thousand amos. It was three parsa, so which is certainly more than two amos, uh, and two thousand amos from the from the from the the door of the person's tent. So the Gemara asks, how can you say that from a tent? Uh, from, from a tent, you, you, you only have 2,000 amas from your door if we find that the Yidin went all the way outside to go to the bathroom. So the Gemara answers, you can't bring a raya from the tents in the, in the Midbar because since it was Alpi Hashem Yachanu, since their stops were by the mouth, by the instruction of Hashem, and therefore, when they settled, even though it was in a tent, it was considered a permanent dwelling. And therefore, the, 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 the whole Machana Yisrael was considered one city, and the 2,000 Amas started from the edge of Machana Yisrael. Even though the, the Yidin in the Midbar, even though they were living in tents that are not permanent dwellings, since their dwelling, their, their, their stop in the camp, in the tent, was by the instruction of Hashem, is it's as if in that case it is permanent. Even though the tent by definition is a temporary thing, nevertheless, in the moment that they were living there, by the instruction of Hashem, it was considered as if it is permanent.
Now so now a brilliant connection. Uh, now we could make the same the same application to our discussion. Since the base Amikdus was called bias, which bias has a sense of permanence. And it was the Abishter who calls it bias. But the Until the Mikdash, we used the Pasik earlier, the Abishter says, I was traveling in a tent. I was like a nomad. I was traveling, I, I had no sense of permanence. Now that I arrived, Yerushalayim says, the Abishter, I'm in a bias. Is keman de kavia luhudami. It says, if it is permanent, as ech der migdos baatsma is nitli fisho. Nor hot in zich ke ein ininamenucha nitzrius nidoines keva. So also the, the migdos is not considered a temporary thing. It is considered a, similar to the idea of menucha. It has a sense of permanence, it has a sense of eternity. The word menucha could also apply to the first and second mesamikdash. But umagam as the shleim was inyan menucha azevi in the chelkik leamishkan that as time mikdash lishi even though the ultimate menucha encompassing the parts of the mishkan will only become uh, uh, realized in the third mesamikdash is abarami einderfun eich doy mikdash lishi mesheni a a a a part of it a taste of it exists also in the first. Because Hashem called it a bias, so therefore you can already begin to experience the menucha, even in the first, second base amigdash, of what was going to ultimately be realized in the third base amigdash. This is another reason why the preparations for the first base Amikdash were done by David. Because since like we said before, the work of David's hands are eternal. So therefore, David was involved in the preparation for the building of the base Amikdash. Because since the base Amikdash it wasn't just Kedushas Amakim, also in the parts it had Me'ain the Menucha, which will ultimately be realized when uh, when the third base Amikdash was built. But it already in the time of the first base Amikdash it contained some element of Menucha of Nitzchius, and therefore you need a David involved because David is the Eved Hashem that is able to create that Nitzchius. Nor von Desvegen is Nafal Besayfi Akol Biad Eivim. In the end, the the base Amikdash. Was destroyed. It fell into the enemy hands. The Baldas the Binyan Mepelu against Shleima. When the Achron is going to David, because since the building was done by Shleima and only the preparations were done by David, so he didn't have the full fledged Nitzchios like Maisi and Moshe, uh, which were which are, which is eternal. And therefore, ultimately, the the base of English was destroyed. But it still, while it was standing, had a sense of Nitzchios to it. Uh, because David was involved in the preparation for it, and because the Abishter called it a bias, and because in the third base Amigdash, we're going to see the ultimate Nitzchius, where the Chelki Oklei Amigdash are also going to be Nitzchi Begalu in a revealed way. And at, at this point, we have uh, uh, explained. We have answered our questions. We've explained the, the idea of the Nitzchius, that there's a Nitzchius in the Mishkan with regards to the Chelke Oklei Amikdash. There's a Nitzchius in the Beis Amikdash. But the Amikdash is number one because the Mokim Amikdash is Nitzchi. Number two, uh, the Mokim Amikdash was chosen by Hashem and therefore it's a Nitzchi, uh, which is really part of number one. Number two, the Beis Amikdash Ashlishi is going to have uh, uh, Nitzchi is also in its part. And number three, the, even the Bayes Nishan Vishaini were called Bayes by the Abishter, and therefore that gives it a sense of Kvios and a sense of Nitzchios, a sense of permanence and eternity. In Sif Yud and on, he's going to discuss the comparison between the Mishkan and Migdash Lishi. See, the Mishkan, his, the Chelki Uklea Mishkan are Nitzchim, the Mikdash, and therefore he's going to discuss the comparison between the Mishkan in the Midbar and the third Besamikdash. And the key is going to be the Orin. 
because both in the Mishkan and the Beis Shlishi, the Oren is present at all times and not so in the in the in the we brought earlier in the name of the Svarnu that one of the Milas, one of the advantages of the Mishkan, that because of it, that it was eternal, was the fact that it was Mishkan Eidos, that it contained the Luchas. Just like there is a, a, a common theme between the Mishkan and the third base Amigdash, with regards to the fact that their Kalim, their parts were eternal, there's also a common theme in the reason for their eternity, both in the Mishkan as well as in the third base Amigdash, the Oren will be in its place throughout the entire duration of their existence. But by the second base Amigdash, the Oren was not there at all. And also by the first base of Migdash, towards the end of its time, Yeshio hid the Mishka, the Arun, it shouldn't fall into enemy hands. And as we explained earlier, is Eichen Migdash Rishon Vesheni Farandi Malat Nitzchias. Also, the the Beis Hamikdash has the the quality of eternity. By them, it's primarily seen in the place of the Mikdash. Here he makes in this last paragraph he makes another distinction. That the that that the in the bias rishon v'sheni the nitzchius is beruchnius and the spirituality of it the 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 physicality the actual parts did not have the nitzchius like we said before and in the in the in the mishkan the nitzchius impacts the physical kalim the actual physical uh, uh, parts of the mishkan are nitzchius al pisa daf menzagin as to us was that aron is meisif. The fact that the Oren is accomplishing Nitzchis, it's not just a spiritual eternity that the Shechina is present. So we're saying that the Oren is the Oren is creating, is giving the possibility for Nitzchis, for eternity, and it must be that it's the physical eternity, the eternity that impacts the physicality of the of the parts. Because Mikdash Nishim Hashani also had Nitzchias, but a Nitzchias, and there was no Oren there, or, or at least part of the time. So to understand, where do you? What, how does the Oren create a Nitzchias in the Gashmias? This will be understood by first introducing the fact that the Oren, besides for it being the actual Oren, also represents an element of our service to the Eibushter. Every yid is a mikdash for Hashem, as we know the famous Chazal that says, Chanti refers to every single yid. Just like in the Mishkan, in, in, in Mikdash, there were three areas, there were three dwellings, Azara, Kodesh, okay, the Shakadashim. There was the Azara, then. Deeper than that was the Kedush, and deeper than that was the Kedush Akadoshim, which contained the Arain. So, too, these three areas exist also in the personal, every person's private base Amigdash. The Azara of Asinir is Gistan and the Mizbeach in the Azara, which contained the outer Mizbeach, is in Avedah, in the person's Avedah represents the external part of his heart. Kadesh was is was in imis der mizbeach apnimi pnimi yisalaf. The kadesh, which contained the inner mizbeach, refers to the serving of Hashem with a deeper part of the heart. Kadesh akadoshim was in im is der aron pnimius deep pnimius alav yichida. The kadesh akadoshim, which contained the aron, this is a level of the pnimius of the pnimius alav, which in another uh, 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 lexicon would be would be the term yichida, the essence. The core of the soul of the neshama. This uses this expression, which literally means there's no shadow of a shadow. Shadow means there's a little bit of darkness. That when you have the the light of the sun, and then the 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 object blocks the light of the sun, so it creates a shadow. 
Babua de Babua that doesn't even have a shadow of a shadow. It means to say that the level of Yechida has absolutely no darkness, has absolutely no negativity. Even on levels that are lower than the than Yechidus Nefesh, we use the term that the, the Neshama is faithful to Hashem, which means the Neshama is complete, the Neshama is perfect, the Neshama is untouchable, the Neshama is eternal. And it's not possible that enemies or outside uh, 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 elements should be able to affect it. So while the person serving Hashem, even from the, whether it's that is touchable, that is a, can be affected by outside elements. But the person's orin, the person's kodesh akadoshim, the person's yechidosh benefesh cannot be touched, cannot be affected by any outside elements and therefore it is nitzchi, it is eternal. The level of Oroin, the level of Kedesh HaKadoshim, the Yechidosh Benefesh, is the spark of Moshe that exists inside of every Yid. Just like the Oroin, which is Teda, and Teda is Moshe's thing. The Teda is, is, is Moshe's in Yid, Moshe's thing that he gave to us. So therefore, the Oroin is the Moshe. Their meat is move on. So now we can understand. But in the two Zmanim, Zmana Mishkan, Zman the Lazalavi, Shtay der Orin, Pnimius, the Pnimius Alev, Bechinus Meshav, Bekemi, Begali. Now we can understand why in these two time periods, the time of the Mishkan and the Midbar, and the time of Lazal Lavi, the third base Amigdash, the Orin will be in its proper place in the base Amigdash, or in the Mishkan. Their Deir Amidbar is going to Deir Deir. The Deir Amidbar was a, a, a generation of knowledge. Their ganze door is given in the dark of Moshe Rabbeinu. But Sinyoni is das telling him about Kisuy Ariza. Moshe Rabbeinu's idea was das, and the whole door had stood on that level. They were a door there. When Eichel bias a Mashiach in his man, when Svetzayin mekuyim beren, when Svet mekuyim beren, the umol Hashem lekechas levavcha ech diklipa adaka in a time where Hashem is going to circumcise the the thin layer of the of the foreskin of the heart. Which is, which 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 would represent our connection to the physical world, which will be take, which will be removed from us by the Abishter, Then Nisgalavan Nukudas Salev. Then when the foreskin is removed, then the essence of the heart, the the. the Deepest, most part of the heart will be revealed. Bechinas Moshe, the Moshe was revealed. So, since when Mashiach comes, our Moshe will be will be in a, in a state of revelation, our personal Moshe. And when when the Mishkan in the Deir Midbar, the, the the our Moshe was revealed. Our, the, the, the Therefore, because the Yidden were in a state of Moshe, in a level of Moshe Rabbeinu, their Moshe was begalui, and therefore the Orin in the base of Migdash was able to also be in its place because the Orin of the Yid was shining. Brightly. But during the time of the Bayes Lishan the, 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 the end of the Bayes Lishan and the time of the Bayes Sheni, the Yidin were not on the level where their Etzman Shama, where their Yechidish Benefesh, where their Moshe was shining, and therefore the Orin had to also be in a state of concealment. Now. So now we'll understand now that we understand this 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 new connection, you know, we, we started out in in, in if Yud to say that there's a common theme between the Mishkan and the Basement Shlishi that both had the Orin. And therefore he says that therefore they both have Nitzchiyus even in their Gashmias. Why is that? Because since the Oroin represents in, in the person's Avedis Hashem represents Yechidah Nefesh, the level of and since in those two time periods the Yidin were on this very high level therefore their Oroin their Moshe was begalui, was, was, was in a state of revelation and therefore the Oroin the actual Oroin in, in, in the Mishkan and Mikdash was also able to be in its place. So now that we uh, we're on this theme we're going to continue on this theme of understanding the greatness of the Yidin in the uh, of the time that the Yidin were in the midbar. We find that the Rambam refers to the Mishkan as the Mikdash of the Midbar, which is 
uh, 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 which is an interesting nuance, and we could, and there's a reason for it. We, based on what we said till now, we can understand this term. As we know, it's interesting. The Rebbe usually refers to the Ramam as a, as a sefer halachas, and always, you know, and so many sikhs. Uh, but but uh, here, the Rebbe is referring to the fact that it's Yodua, that the Rambam also is Meramiz. In Yanam of Kabbalah, in the Ha'orah, he brings an example of the fact that the Ramam starts with Yaseida Yaseidis, the Amuda Chachmas, which is Roshitevis Yudke Vavke, as an example to things that are that are uh, uh, Kabbalah, that are Merumas in the Halachas of the Rambam. Now, the Rechzeb also here, when the Rambam uses the words Migdash Hamidbar, he is actually alluding to a Kabbalistic concept. In the Mlashim Mikdash Amidbar is Merumas the Maila Anal for Mishkan. Because the Ramam is hinting to this greatness of the Mishkan as an Im is the Orem Bimekoymayo Begaloi, that the Orem was in its place in a revealed way in that Mishkan. Varum, Pnimi is the Pnimi is the Lev is the Bechinis. Varum, Pnimi is the Pnimi is the Lev is the Bechinis from Midbar Shabinishama. This level that we said that was shining by the Yidden, and therefore the Orem was able to be in its place, that the Pnimi is the Pnimi is the Lev, the Yechida, was revealed. This is the level of midbar of the neshama. But it's hecher from chinus adam shem neshama. It's higher than adam. Le'yashiv adam shama the malyusa misiris nefesh and ma'am matamadas. A lot of concepts are being thrown here. Uh, but we're saying like this. Usually, not usually in other places the, in Hasidus, he uses the pasuk le'yashiv adam shama that nobody, no human dwells in a midbar as a negative thing. That here, the city, that's uh, that's where people live. That's the highest level. Then there's Sada, which at least people go to work over there. And then there's Midbar, nobody goes there. It's the, it's the furthest thing from the ear. Here, he, he, he's bringing from Chassidus the opposite. The Yashav Adam Shah means that Adam can't reach there. It's higher than Adam. Uh, in other words, the level of Midbar of the Neshama is the highest level of the Neshama that even the Adam Shavanishama, which is explained in a moment what Adam is, cannot reach that level. Which is the level of Mesidis Nefesh, Shalmanam Adam is the basic structure of the person, which, which consists of Tambadas. And, and, and Midbar is Mesidis Nefesh that's higher than Tambadas. Now we have to find a parallel in the basement of Shlishi. We find the Mashiach as described with the term Me'oid, Hechef and Adam. To describe, Mashiach used the word Ma'id. Ma'id in English means very. Very good. Very doesn't really describe. There's no, there's no limit to that. When you say something is good, this is very good. It, 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 it doesn't have a, 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 an end to it. It's, a, it's bleakful. You can, it, it, very good. Could, could, it, there's, there's no way to, to limit it to where it stops. Ma'id Ma'oid represents infinite. Even though Ma'oid is the same letters as Adam, but Adam, the letters are in the order. Aleph, then Dalet, then Mem. When you shuffle the order and you put the Mem first, you're going into, uh, you're taking the Adam and you're transforming it into a level that is bleakful, that is infinite. When you go higher than Adam, you go to the level of Midbar. Lo yashav Adam sham. You go into the level of Midbar. Varum das is dargas Oren, which is the dark of the Oren. And so that's why the Rambam uses the term Mishkan, Mikdash, Hamidbar. He's trying to bring out this point that the Mikdash of the, uh, in the Midbar was on the level of Lo yashav Adam sham, of the 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 fact that the the pnimi is the pnimi is the pnimi is was shining and therefore the order was because it was on a level of the ma'ila mitamadas the yashav adam sham midbar ma'oid was durch mashiach and the tzurik rabrachman lumkayim begali when mashiach comes it'll then be returned to that. Uh, 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 original uh, re- place in a revealed way and therefore mashiach is ma'oid which is also the level higher than adam. So now that we introduced this idea of Adam, we're going to elaborate on that a little bit, uh, uh, just to understand that in order for us to reach, in order for us to reach this this level of Adam, we're, what we're, what is the realization of this high level, Mesiris Nefesh, Maisa B'Poyel. Since Yadua has Adam Vayis, the Tidrei Bchinis Machshava Diber Maisa, Aleph is Machshava, Dalad is Diber, Mem is Maisa. Rapizah Kumtuis says in the Mitziruf Meoid, Hecher from Sir Adam is the Aschala Ismei Maisa. So in Adam, 
you have machshava, then dibur than ma'isa. In ma'oid, it's you're starting with ma'isa. The beer in them. The inyan amesidis nefesh dikzichu is davke inyan ma'isa. The nose tchilas mesef and davke. How does the mesidis nefesh get realized? How is it implemented through ma'isa through action? As we know that the beginning, the highest of the high, is connected and ex- and expressed in the lowest of the low. So therefore, you have to go to if you want to. Express Mesidis Nefesh, it's expressed in Maisa. The Alderach Lishes Mu'ur in the meaning of an Ein Arech Lechal Belamazeh, as is explained with regards to what we say in Davening on Shabbos, literally it means there's nobody to, that's compared to you in this world. Uh, and Chesedus explains as Davke in Elamazeh Gashmi, Drik Tzichuiz Derein Arech Shalomaylo. This ain't a reich, this fact that the Abister is un- uncomparable and indescribable is. Is seen more in more than anywhere else in Elam Azagashmi. So too with regards to the Einareich, the highest level of the Yid, as the Keach Hamasidis Nefesh from Pnimi is the Pnimi is a lev that Einareich should be neshama. The next thing is Davkin and Keach Hasirsh. Einareich means it can't be described. So a person also has an Einareich inside of them. His Yichida, his Meisha, his Pnimi is the Pnimi is a lev. And how is he able to express that level in the Keach Hasir in Meisha? And that is the Kesher between the two in the Mishkan and the Mikdash Ashlishi. Aleph, the Aaron is b'mkayme yibagaloi. Bei the Gashman is a kechelki uklei. The Mishkan and the Mikdash are nitzchim. So now we go back to what we started saying. And see if you'd Aleph that both in the Mishkan and in the Mikdash Ashlishi, the nitzchius impacted the physical aspects of the physical components of the Mishkan. Now, now that we 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 went through this building, through this, we started out saying that every year there's an Aaron inside of them. And the Aaron is the Yechidus of Nefesh. And the Yechidus of Nefesh is Begoloi when in certain times, in the Deir Midbar or in the time of the basement of Zerushlishi. And this level is a level of the Yashav Adam Sham. It's Mesidus Nefesh of the Malam Tam Adas. It's higher than, it's higher than Adam, than the Yashav Adam than Tam Adas. But then we just said that where does this Mesidus Nefesh express itself? In the Elam in the person's Kei Chamaisa. And therefore, the, the, the Aaron being in its place had an impact on the physical components of the Mishkan that they should be eternal. Now, that in the because this level of Aaron, which in the person is the deepest, most level of his heart, is expressed specifically in action. In the physicality, in the physical eternity of the parts of the Mikdash. And now, now it all comes together. Now we understand the Nitzchius of the Mishkan. We understand the Nitzchius of the Beis HaMikdash Ashlishi. That besides the Mokim HaMikdash, it also had the Chelke HaMikdash, which was a Mikdash at the Kenan was eternal. Why was it like that? Because at that time, in the Mishkan, and when Mashiach comes, by the Yid, the Nikuda of Pnimius, the Pnimius Alev will be the Goli. And what's that level, that level of Mesidus Nefesh? How does it express itself in Maisa, in Gashmius? And therefore, the, 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 uh, the Oren was, the, that brought about Nitzchius was expressed in the Nitzchius of the Gashmius of the Mishkan and Mikdash Ashlishi, uh, in the Chelki Yuklea Mishka, in Mikdash Mishkan, that they were and are Nitzchiyim, they are eternal.